Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Beyond Growth Show. I'm here as always with the wonderful Claudia Harvey. Hey, everybody, and happy new year, everybody. Yay, it's a brand new year. And how was your holiday, Craig? My holiday was wonderful. Got some nice downtime, some relaxation, chatting with family, some good food. It was a wonderful time. How about for yourself? Uh, Same. Um, The company shut down between Christmas and New Year's. And it was a wonderful time to get a lot of sleep in, a lot of movies in, and just hanging with the immediate family. It was really, really, really nice. Really great downtime. So all pumped for 2021. Yeah, and it was pretty exciting how we uh, had to look at how we handled our our staff, our our team events for this year, not being able to do events, and giving the the giving the team time off through Christmas. Everybody got ten days off from when you look at December twenty fifth to coming back. It was a full ten days break for everybody. So. You know, as we came out of 2020 and recognizing what people need, and hopefully that really rejuvenated the team and everybody's going to go into 2021 feeling fantastic. Well, and I think, yeah, I think 2020, 2020 was a great foundational year for 2021. So, um, so anyway, Craig, who's our guest today? So actually today is a special session. It is our first time having two guests on. They are Leslie Lavender, Executive Director of the Prince Edward County Chamber of Commerce, and Steve Anthony, former Much Music VJ. They will be talking about the upcoming Prince Edward County Awards. Well, the Prince Edward County Awards has such a prestigious ring to it, doesn't it? It absolutely does. (laughs) But first, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube and Spotify channel. And please, please comment, click the bell for any updates to our videos. So before we continue, as always, let's start with something positive. Okay, so um, 2020, as we've mentioned, has been a foundational year. And 2021, we are going to be making an announcement really soon. I can't say what it is today, so it's not the, not the good thing today, but it's, it's up and coming. And we are hitting the ground running in 2021 Uh, with some amazing things. So stay tuned for some great, great news. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a wonderful year. So you've been to Prince Edward County, Claudia. So tell us a little bit about the area. I was at Prince Edward County as a keynote speaker uh, for their Small Business Awards. And it's a lovely, lovely area, just two hours east of Toronto in this little, little place that is, once you find it, you'll go back again and again and again. Um, and it's it's a haven. It's a lovely, lovely place. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Leslie and Steve. Yeah, I remember when you came back from speaking at their event, and you were obviously in Prince Edward County because that was prior to COVID, talking about how wonderful the area is and how that we had to go back. So I'm looking forward to seeing Prince Edward County, hopefully this coming spring or summer. Me too. I, and you know what? If we can, and we can open up, I think we should have a whole company retreat in the Prince Edward County, to be honest. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's bring on our guests. Our guests today are Leslie Lavender, Executive Director of the Prince Edward County Chamber of Commerce, and Steve Anthony, former Canadian broadcaster, well-known throughout Canada as the Much Music host from 1987 to 1995. We'll find out about the Prince Edward County Awards coming up this January 28th. I totally remember watching Steve Anthony on Much Music back in the day. 
Oh, yes. And he was a DJ on Q107, I believe. Was, wasn't he? he was. I followed him, like, I think right from the beginning of his career. So I'm really excited. I'm really, I'm really curious to see how he got involved with the PEC Awards. So let's bring him on. I'm sure we'll find out. So welcome, Leslie and Steve. Thanks for having us. Thank you oh. very much for having us. Appreciate <laughs> that. Now, By the way, thank, thank, <laughs> thank, you for the, thank you for the kudos. Um, and anytime during the rest of this, um, this podcast, if you want to elaborate on, on all those wonderful things you were saying, I'm fine with it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That no sounds problem, great. Steve. <laughs> well, go ahead then, Claudia. <laughs> uh, well, I, I am a huge fan, Steve. I followed your career since the Q days, Q107. So Did you, I, were you able to, um, were you old enough to actually speak? Like, aren't <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sweet? <laughs> I, yeah, I love I mean, Q. I still love Q. I think it's a, it's a great, great station and always great music. And, um, and it's, it's, I'm thrilled that you're on our show today. Um, and it's going to be really exciting to hear how you got involved in uh, Prince Edward County. Um, for those of you who don't know, Prince Edward County is east of Toronto in this absolutely beautiful area. And I met Leslie in October of 2019 when I was a keynote speaker at um, just a, um, I, was it the award ceremony then? No, it was the- No, um, it, it was Small Business Week. Small Business um, Week, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, was, and it was this gem of a place that I hadn't even gone to before. So uh, welcome. And why don't you tell us a little bit about the Prince Edward County? Or as yeah. they call it, the county. Or the <laughs> call it the county. <laughs> um, we, we are an island community, uh, man-made island. Uh, like you said, about two hours east of Toronto um, and likewise two hours west of Ottawa. Um, so we're right in the middle of the great triangle of Montreal, Ottawa and Toronto. Um, we have about 24,000 people here. Uh, we're a, we have a Oh geez, now you're challenging my my uh, my uh, quiz, my trivia. But we have a lot of kilometers <laughs> of shoreline. <laughs> uh, agriculture is a huge uh, industry here in the county. Of course, we are a rural community, um, but we are an incredibly cultured uh, community. We have a lot of um, you know a lot of people are saying we're the next uh, Niagara. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of wineries cideries, breweries, and a distillery um, that represent, that are represented in Prince Edward County as, and of course, wine draws arts, cheese, um, musicians, uh, restaurants. We have a lot of recognized culinary cuisine and chefs here in the county. Um, so yeah, it's a great place to be. And we were honored to have you, Claudia, oh, thank uh, you. when you came. And, and I hope you come back again multiple times. Oh, you know what, visit. if you ask me, I'll be there. And yes, I uh, might not leave, actually. I, yes, I think, I think that's exactly what you said when you came back from uh, that event, Claudia. She said how beautiful it was, how, how the county was just gorgeous, and what a great time you had. So, so this is the first time that we have had two guests on the show. So really exciting for us. And I need to ask, how did both of you become involved with the Prince Edward County Awards? Uh, Can I take this one? Can yeah. I take this one, Leslie? Okay. Oh, yeah. um, I moved here. Uh, we've had property. My wife and I have had property here for about 20 years. Um, we discovered Prince Edward County longer than that, but we, we camped. But then we found this place. And it, it's only been that there's been a permanent residence that I kind of 
retired, semi-retired from what I was doing, which was live TV. So we could live out here. And before we decided to change postal codes, as they say, uh, it just happened. It was serendipity. It was my, um, it was my 60th birthday party and my going away party from Toronto. But we wanted to make sure that everybody knew about Prince Edward County. So we got a bunch of proprietors here, a bunch of the businesses gave us stuff to give away, freebie this, freebie that, two for one this, wine tour that, and which we did because we're like that um, to make sure that everybody at the party knew about where we're going, what Prince Edward County was about. And I went into the Chamber of Commerce, the BIA, and Leslie was there and I asked her if I could have some stuff. And she was very generous about it. And she said, what are you doing it for? And I, and, I, and I told her. And she thought that was wonderful of me that I was actually promoting where it is that I was going to live. And I thought so highly of it. And we've been associated ever since. That is really cool. That's, and yeah. you know what? It doesn't hurt to ask, right? <laughs> we yeah. See that. So yeah, that's, that's really neat. It's a great place to have chosen to live, Steve. I think that's just wonderful. Excellent. Um, so Leslie, tell us a little bit about the awards. Well, this is the inaugural uh, Prince Edward County Business Excellence Awards. Uh, we are honored to be hosting the awards and facilitating the event. Um, our, our title sponsor is the municipality. Uh, and then we have, we have six other um, sponsors of the event. And, and really, it's to celebrate the people and the businesses that, that make up the fabric of our community. Um, and especially so important after a year such as 2020 uh, to recognize the um, social impact and the economic impact of small business in our community. Right. So I was so impressed when I came to speak there in Small Business Week like the, the magnitude of small businesses that you have in Prince Edward County and, you know, from solopreneurs to going concern companies with multi employees, multi doors. Um, it's, it's a real going concern community. How has the 2020 affected your particular community? Oh, in, in a lot of ways, because we're, um, we're highly regarded as a tourism area um, that would be one of our, our top industries here in Prince Edward County, next probably to agriculture. Um, and so we were heavily impacted with the lockdown, the lack of, you know, quantity of people. Mm -hmm. um, we certainly have quality people here, but uh, the volume of visitors. Um, and, and there was a lot of challenge with that. And, you know, some businesses uh, were able to really grow out of that. You know, when we did rebound, we've, we've had a very busy uh, 2020 in a lot of different ways. Uh, we've seen a lot of businesses um, grow, uh, some stabilize, and unfortunately we have seen some um, close their doors beca because of COVID. So it has been an incredibly challenging year here as it has been for everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think with the seasonality of business that tends to happen here, um, it's, it's had an extra added that extra layer of difficulty, I think, for some of our businesses. Right. Um, now, so Leslie, if I can interrupt, Leslie, you would know better than I would um, uh, about this statistically, but uh, my wife and I are very familiar with a, a lot of the restaurants and a lot of the, the entrepreneurs and, and um, a lot of the wineries, uh, et cetera. And, and, and we go out a lot. We spend, we spend a lot of our time doing stuff and spending our money here as well. And so many of them said that literally 2020 from August, or I guess the end, but August was the busiest they've ever been. Like in, in, because everyone outside of 
Prince Edward County who enjoyed Prince Edward County, we we're talking about repeat business, they were just longing to get here. Mm -hmm. They just couldn't wait. So as soon as the, the, the doors were open to come here safely and all those other things, they just flooded into this place. So I know there were a lot of businesses, as Leslie was saying, that, that, um, that, that, that hurt, but a lot of them actually ended up, they'll probably end up this fiscal year being fine because of the influx of people that just came here, just had to have a taste of Prince Edward County. That's great, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's very interesting that you bring up that uh, conversation, uh, Steve, because we own a property investment company and we've been investing uh, in the Northern area of uh, Ontario. And we're seeing the move. You're talking about the people of people going to the restaurants outside of Toronto and what have you in the um, rural areas. And what we're seeing is that people are actually fully moving, like moving postal code, as you said, moving their, their home and themselves to rural areas away from the urban areas since COVID has started. So my question is, are you seeing that as well in Prince Edward County? Yes. <laughs> the short answer is yeah. yes. I know there's been a lot of uh, real estate um, uh, journals, um, blog articles and posts from some of our local real estate agents on, on the issue. Um, we, we still do have quite a bit of a housing crisis here, as we call it, um, because of the number of accommodations versus long-term affordable housing or attainable housing, as we call it. Um, but I, I won't go down that, that huge rabbit hole, but, uh, but yes, you know, how, housing is, is a concern here, and we've absolutely seen um, an increase of people uh, coming here or making homes that they already owned. Uh, not accommodations and they're actually moving into them on their own. So imagine, uh, I imagine the real estate values in Prince Edward County is probably going up then because of the influx of, first of all, when you find Prince Edward County, you're going to go back again and again and again. Yeah. And then the ability for everybody now to be on Zoom, to be in meetings, to be remote has increased. So a lot of people are leaving Toronto. I imagine that Prince Edward County is one of the top places that people would want to actually be at because it is ooh, so ooh, great. Ooh. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, all right. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have um, a, a few properties. And um, because there's so much shoreline here, we have something called Quinty Conservation. Mm -hmm. And they are, uh, they trump everything just because we, Prince Edward County wants to protect the shoreline, wants to protect the, any land that's nearby. So anything that you want to do, other people from, from, not in Prince Edward County might think that they're being stifled by by red tape and paperwork that needs to be done through Prince through Quinty Conservation in order to get things done. But it's only because there's a bigger picture. They have to look at the impact for years and years to come. But for myself, because I've had these properties and I've wanted to expand them, I can't I literally backed up completely because as you're saying, I mean I don't go I don't because I live here, doesn't mean I get first in line. People who have properties, second properties, instead of going on vacation, they're spending their money building up their places and renovating. So all of that stuff has to go through all the paperwork and all the right channels. So literally just proof, the proof of the pudding is how long it takes to get anything through Quincy Conservation, not because they're lazy or anything like that. There's just such a backlog of people who want to be here more often than they were. Instead of their, their property being their secondary property, they want to make it much more of where they stay all the time because they can work remotely. So why would they go on vacation when they can have their vacation here and just make their properties nicer? Is that fair, Leslie? Yeah, yeah, I would say that that's fair. Um, 
we at the chamber have actually been working um, for the last year through an Ontario labor market grant um, on an economic development plan or report strategy on, it, it was called attracting and engaging the evolving workforce. Uh, so we started it and then COVID hit, uh, which was actually terrible and yet great timing because this report actually is going to have so much positive influence, I think, on the continued growth and success and sustainability of Prince Edward County. Uh, we've addressed and acknowledged the remote workforce and, and you know, we're hoping to attract more remote workforce here. Uh, the impacts of a remote workforce on economic development, um, you know, somebody who can live and contribute to your local community, but maybe work and put their talents outside, um, the, the money that they spend from a tax base, from a going out to restaurants, you know, visiting the extracurricular, engaging in the community, um, donating and sponsoring our not-for-profits and our charity organizations, the impact is huge. And so that is one of the um, pieces in our report um, that will be released shortly. <laughs> it's in final draft mode. So uh, with your property um, investment company and that, maybe it's something I should share with you, Claudia. <laughs> absolutely. You should be doing. Yes, absolutely. I find it very interesting what you said there, Leslie, about people working remotely. And we're seeing that obviously, and people are finding out that they can move out of the city and move into a beautiful place like Prince Edward County. I find it very interesting how you commented there as to how it is affecting the local economy because people aren't driving to the city anymore who used to maybe live there but drive to the city. And that is also helping your economy. It's probably helping the lunchtime crowds and, and many other things in the area that people would typically do in the city and now not need to because they're not going there. Well, and the, the other piece I think uh, is the, the environmental impact is positive. Uh, because people are not commuting, people are working at home, um, which is very important to highlight in an area such as ours, as an, an agricultural community. It affects the taste of the grapes and the hops. <laughs> yeah, for sure it does, right? Yeah, because yeah, we read, just on that note, like Prince Edward County is a really great wine region in Ontario. And I can't believe I haven't been there, so I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, when, I first got, when, when I first got here, um, when I see got here, yeah, I guess really the first couple of years that we were here, there were historically, there might've been 20 wineries. There are now over 50. Yeah. Wow. So in order to actually have a wine that's worth tasting, <laughs> it takes like 20 years, 15 years to develop it and all that. I'm not saying you can't drink it, but you know, just to get it down pat. So we have literally, you know, at least 40 of the 50 are mature wineries that are here. That's, a, that's an astounding number, really. And, and the, fact that, the fact that they can all do, some of them are VQA, some of them are just sold locally, but the fact that we can have that many wineries in, a, in, a, in an area like this is quite phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah, I think it'll, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead, Leslie, go ahead. Um, I was going to say that in the, in the spirit of, of that, um, Prior to the pandemic, Prince Edward County did, has experienced a lot of business growth. Um, between 2013 and 2017, uh, 1,096 new locally owned businesses opened. Um, that's an increase of 104.5% uh, business growth in five years. Um, and, that, and that, you know, was the last recorded data was 2017. So, um, 
it, it's you know a COVID obviously is going to affect some of some of the that data, but. Uh, yeah, Prince Edward County is growing in a lot of different ways. And to Steve's point, those wineries, you know, they were planted 20 years ago to grow to maturity. Uh, so we've been on this projection for a while. That's great. Um, now, a lot of communities, I, I think, are experiencing, remote communities to cities are experiencing different types of growth. You've had the growth now for quite a few years. But I imagine one of the things about Prince Edward County that I found is so lovely is because it's lovely. It's because it has beautiful restaurants, you know, the, the shoreline, like you said, it's, it's unique and it's pretty and it's quaint and it's adorable. But with all the growth that's happening, I imagine that's really, really hard to keep the essence of the county as that. So how are, how is, what's the planning for that? Well, Coincidentally, <laughs> the county is actually reworking the official plan, um, and it has actually just been through uh, community um, involvement, getting getting feedback from residents uh, for the last month plus of time, and so that uh, official document is now being finalized by the municipality. Um, but yeah, that is absolutely a piece of the consideration: um, is how do we how do we look to maintain what makes Prince Edward County, Prince Edward County, and why people want to come here. Uh, and I think in, in business, um, that's one of the admirable pieces to recognize is, is controlling growth. Um, everybody wants to grow, but if you have a, a boutique hotel, maintaining your boutique hotel instead of growing into a giant hotel is very strategic, very well thought out, um, and very hard to control sometimes when the demand increases. Um, so I, I think that that uh, is one of the challenges for Prince Edward County moving forward, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. We've been more than discovered. <laughs> uh, and, and so that, that affects who we become. But yeah, the people here in, in Prince Edward County are amazing. The, the longstanding families, the, the newcomers, uh, like Steve, who would probably be considered new, <laughs> even though he's been here well, for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, that's right. Somebody told me, if you're not seven generations from the county, you're not from the county. Yeah, um, it yeah. just kind of happens. But if you don't if have somebody, somebody buried here, then you're not county. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. If, if, you can't, if you can't name your, your favorite dessert place from grade four here in the county, you're not from the county. It's like there's weird, there's weird tests that way, but it's okay. It's all embracing. There's not, not a problem with it. But if I can add to it, what Leslie was saying, um, uh, in order to make sure that the county stays the county, at least from the planning stages, is you are, and I know this being the land baron that I am, uh, you, uh, you, if you have a lot, say farmland, and again, there's some there's zone that will always be farmland, prime agriculture. You can it'll never be anything but prime agriculture. But say you have a hundred acres, and you want to sever it to sell three different lots, you can only sever it twice. Meaning that let's say let's say nine let's say you have not ninety acres, you would sever it into three thirty acre lots, and that's all that'll ever be. Those thirty acres can never be severed again. Wow. So you can't, you, so you wouldn't have 
you know, carving out these little niches of, of, unless it was a development, that's something different, of course, but you wouldn't be able to take that 30 acres and do it into three by 10 and then take that 10 acres and go at three by, by three. It just, that's why the, the density of what's going to be here, there's a certain threshold to it because right. it's not as if it's limitless. You just keep carving out new lots. It, there's a limit to that, which is cool. I think it's great. It is good. Yeah, it is good. It'll help keep the essence of the county the county, yeah. as Leslie was saying. So um, let's circle back a second to the awards. So um, Steve and Leslie, yes. how, Steve, how are you involved in the awards? Uh, um, I, I, I'm supposed to be the anti-host. My... I'm a new business person here, so it's flattering. But I just I just happen to have the skill set that that um that the BIA needs. I think uh, I can offer levity, and I, I'm really good. Uh, I, I'm patting myself on the back, but I'm really good at just being off the cuff. Uh, and um, given that we're going to be doing this digitally, remotely, uh, it it would be it would be difficult at best under most circumstances for somebody who isn't seasoned that way. But I. I spend a lot of time doing this, so um, no, not only do I want to, because I am a business person, but to be able to kind of, um, it's flattering to be able to uh, compliment the other businesses that are doing um, uh, so well, and, and the growth is, Leslie was saying, 105, 110% in the last five years, to be able to be part of that and acknowledge that, um, that's great on my part, and I was flattered that Leslie asked me to do it, so um, that's my story, and that's all I gotta say. That's great. That's great. Um, I'm sure you'd be a wonderful benefit to the awards, especially because it is virtual this year, right, Leslie? Yeah, it's going to be an exclusive online event. Uh, we're really excited about that, being able to host it January 28th, uh, 2021, in you know what will likely be the dead of winter. Um, the show will go on. Weather will not impede attendance. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, so uh, and it's it's a nice time of year as well. Uh, for a lot of businesses that might not be operating in January or February because that happens here. Um, some people take that time as, as personal time and rest time um, being the seasonality of Prince Edward County. So it's nice. I'm, I'm hopeful and optimistic that we will have a lot of support for our, our businesses, um, from our businesses and from our residents. Um, uh, yeah. to attend the event and with Steve's profile and an amazing ability to entertain uh, hopefully that will up the ante as well for for the awards that's great if I may jazz hands <laughs> I know I talk that's all I gotta hands. say it's my great. Italian great. I can't help it I'm trying yeah. to like sit on them but what, I just gotta what, talk with my hands all the time <laughs> Okay, what's the secret of your success, Steve? Jazz hands! <laughs> <laughs> so, so speaking about virtual events, this is maybe a question for, for everyone. Uh, where do you see the uh, future of events going? Do you think that event planners will be including more virtual events as an offering in the future? Tough call. I think there is a absolute um, desire for people to be together still. Um, I was on a call yesterday morning uh, and it was well put by somebody on the call that, uh, see there, I'm talking with my hands again. <laughs> <laughs> well, this mine. Mine. This is a podcast, but we are, look, we are talking to each other through a video stream. So everybody is watching me talk with my hands. 
um, he made a, he, a gentleman made a very good comment about you know the popularity of Tinder and all these dating apps, but at the root of it, we still want to be together. We still want to see each other in person. So um, I think that this is a nice evolution um, for convenience of events. You know where transportation is an issue in the winter here with inclement weather for an event. It's nice to be able to have an online option and for that to gain some popularity and acceptance. Um, but I still think there's absolute value in in-person events. I, I tend to agree. Um, you know, uh, Leslie, you know my business, but we, we're, a, we're a product-based business and COVID hit and we were about to hit to all the trade shows to sell our wares at all the trade shows and spend a small fortune in travel as well. While COVID hit and all that shut down, so we immediately repositioned. So I hosted the trade show in my office. So I set up my booth to be a trade show and I invited all the buyers from around the world to come to me and we had 96% attendance rate. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. And we had the best season that we ever had with our, with our business. Um, so I, kudos to you for repositioning to still do that, you know, do the awards ceremony, um, to recognize the small business people and the business, the business owners in Prince Edward County. And still, as you say, the show must go on. And I think that's really great. Even if it's, we don't know how to do it, we figure out how to do it. And you just, you just head down and you just do it. So, yeah, that's right. I agree. Yeah. Head down and move forward. Exactly. Onward. Exactly. Yeah, and, um, and I think as we've gone through this transition of doing these um, virtual events, when the live events do come back for us, we've gotten used to doing this on camera now as well. So I think a lot of the live events will recognize there's still value in reaching out to that audience that can't attend. And we will see the live audiences, the live events combining the virtual as well to get out to that larger audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just, I have to ask, Steve, I'm curious, what is it like to have transitioned from being a celebrity VJ of Much Music, living in Toronto, living the life, to being in a smaller region? I, I have no, zero regrets or... Um, uh, I, looking in the rearview mirror, nothing like that. I was, I was more than ready for it. Um, in fact, the boss said that it would be five years. The last television thing I did was on CP24. I did the breakfast show. And she said, five years, five years and we're moving to the county. And I stayed for 10. <laughs> so, oh. so, so I was really ready because she let, she let me, it's not the case, but she said, okay, you know, but I really, I want to move to the County. I said, I do too, but I'm not quite finished doing what I got to do. So I'm literally, it was like, I was five years past my expiration date. So I, I was ready to, and not that I'm bored with TV or anything like that. I, I love TV. I love radio. I love broadcasting. Um, it was just a matter of, uh, not wanting to have to be somewhere to do something at a, a specific time. And I didn't mind waking up at three o'clock in the morning. That was fine. I just had to be in Toronto because you can't be a live TV show in Toronto unless you're live in Toronto. And that's what I didn't want anymore because I wanted to spend more time out here in Prince Edward County. So oddly enough, weird, they would never thought of that one could do a TV show in Toronto other than being in Toronto. But since COVID-19, it appears you can. Yeah. So it was serendipity because now I moved here. Had this happened otherwise, I'd probably go, heck, you know, I can still do that TV show from the county. 
Yeah. But um, it was an uncon- it was in- it was un- inconceivable a year ago that that would be the possibility, and not because it wasn't doable. It was because nobody would accept that as possible. Right. There was a time, you know, in radio specifically, where you, where uh, the bosses, the program directors would say, unless that person can come in the studio to talk to you, that's it. They can't do a phone in. I won't take that. It's like they're, 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 it's like we're not worth it for them to come in to talk to us in person. And now the world's changed completely. People, right. you know, we're digital. Yeah. We could yeah. be anywhere talking to anybody doing anything. Right. Yeah, I do actually remember that. I, I used to, um, at the beginning stages of my Digit uh, life, uh, coming off of Dragon's Den, partnering with Kevin O'Leary, a lot of a lot of radio shows wanted me to come and speak and do a segment, and they would they wanted me to come and speak in person. I used to think because being an entrepreneur through and through, I'm like all about efficiency, and it would take me two hours, three hours to get to a station yeah. to do ten minutes. And I'm like, why do I have to be here? <laughs> it didn't make sense because it's radio. It didn't make sense to me. So um, I agree. I think the times have now uh, changed enough. But I do agree with Leslie that I think people will really want to be with people eventually. I think there's a yep. whole trend of, wow, this is great. I don't have to commute. Um, and, and, you know, people will be sh- reshifting their worlds and reshifting. So I should talk with my hands too, Leslie. <laughs> reshifting their worlds to maybe you live in a more comfortable place that's more um, conducive to their soul, to what they want to do. But I think people will want to be with people. I certainly do miss people. I miss traveling to events. I miss keynoting in person at events uh, versus doing it on a Zoom. And I, I, I do miss people. I think people will. I think people will miss the water cooler chat. And, um, but so I think it's going to be a real shift, as we said in other podcasts, on the real estate values of cities as well. Because a lot of businesses are going to move more remote because that's where the people are going to be, to be honest, to be true. So, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely see um, and, and agree with what you're saying. The, the, the shift of people from the city to uh, places like uh, Prince Edward County, right, driving those businesses in those areas. And I, I really agree with what you say, Claudia, too, about the, and Leslie, the live events coming back are important for us. Right. I know I love to travel. Claudia, you love to travel. And a big part of our travel has been going to events that we've actually spoken at or attended to. So attended. So missing that travel side of our life is is hurtful. Right. It's 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 you don't get the other things that you usually would benefit from, along with the social connection with people in the water cooler talks. Mm-hmm. Well, something to look forward to as we start to open up again, and I'm hopeful that that will be sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Absolutely hope so. So, you know, as, as you know, this has been some fantastic, fantastic conversation. And either of you, Leslie or, or Steve, feel free to throw in some more information before uh, we move on. But how can people get involved with or attend the Prince Edward Awards virtual event? Uh, if you visit pecchamber.com, uh, there's an uh, event page there and it's it's listed, it's the, the top item in the menu, <laughs> the Prince Edward County Business Excellence Awards, and you can uh, buy your ticket online and you'll, you'll get your link to the event um, a couple of days before the event. Uh, and it, it is an exclusively online event, but we do have added value to that uh, each, each registration. So of course there's, you know, it's a $30 value. 
um, but you can have as many people in the room watching <laughs> watching as you want. It's $30 per ticket slash registration link. Um, but with that also comes a value add of a swag bag that will have items and gifts in it representative of our Prince Edward County businesses, um, as well as entry into uh, door prize um, draw that we'll be having. Uh, and you know, exclusive access to this event that will engage audiences with click-throughs and other opportunities throughout the broadcast of hopefully one hour. Right, Steve? Yeah, that's right. And uh, if you if you mention that you know that I'm going to be hosting, you get a 20% <laughs> discount. Eventbrite's <laughs> <laughs> uh, already taking their 20%, Steve. You'll have to wrestle them for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's great. That's great. And when is the event again, Leslie? January 28th at 7 p.m. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we wish you complete luck and enjoyment of that night. And I think it's great. And thank you so much for being on our show. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. It's lo lovely to meet you, Steve. Lovely to see you thank again, you. Leslie. I look forward to hopefully seeing you in the summer of 2021 and uh, us traveling down there. And uh, thank you again. Really, really appreciate you being on our show. Excellent. It was Thank charming. Absolutely charming. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Leslie. It's been wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank well, that, that ends our segment for today. And uh, before we go, we'd like to leave you with a relevant quote like we always do. And this quote couldn't be more perfect. And once again, like determine if you can, if you can um, recognize who said this. Are you ready? Okay. In every community, there is work to be done. In every nation, there are wounds to heal. In every heart, there is power to do it, which I think is completely relevant in what you're doing in Prince Edward County, Leslie and Steve. So who said that? I think you're going to have to tell us, Claudia. It is Marianne Williamson. So obviously a person that loves her community. Uh, so That's thank you awesome. again. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate the two of you coming on. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Prince Edward County for myself. So looking forward to that. So with that, tax season is right around the corner. So in the next episode, we'll have Hashem Chaudhry, managing partner of BG Accounting and Business Solutions. And he'll talk to us about why. So everybody remember to like, comment and subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the notification bell to get any updates of our latest podcast. And once again, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you again on the next podcast. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Take care. <laughs>